Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? I'm Egbert, the owner of this station. Check out my website at Egbert.com. That's E-G-G-B-U-R-T, Egbert.com. Now it's back to Brad and John. Check out their website at BJShow.co. The BJ Show? Come on, guys. Anyway, here's B and J. Oh, you know what? I screwed up again. Okay, guess what, John? What's that? Hold on a minute. Now it's back to Brad and John. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am. Okay, hold on a minute. I gotta find where we're at. <laughs> this is a, this is officially a do-over. Okay, okay, hold on a minute. Okay, we're gonna pretend none of that stuff just happened. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I do this because can I can I tell? Well, hold on a minute. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay, I'll just do this. Okay, here we go again. I'm Egbert, the owner of this station. Check out my website at Egbert.com. That's E-G-G-B-U-R-T, Egbert.com. Now it's back to Brad and John. Check out their website at BJShow.co. The BJ Show? Come on, guys. Anyway, here's B and J. I never make mistakes. Only Take when I... Take two. Take two, Brad. <laughs> yeah, only when I make mistakes do I make mistakes. Okay, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, it'll make no sense whatsoever, but... I just blew it live on air. So what I did was I just started over again. And so that way I didn't make a mistake. Okay, we're back. It's Brad and John, bjshow.co. I got that right for a change. Okay. Absolutely. Yesterday, uh, we've talked about all sorts of different things. There's a story uh, that was on quite a few news services which talked about Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, has said, quote, they're out of room as far as the the immigrants are concerned. Okay, they're out of mm-hmm. room, and he's essentially saying that people will soon be quote sleeping on the streets. Okay, now who could have who could have seen this coming? <laughs> I'm going to say to myself, or I'm going to say out loud, yeah. And the problem with that is, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest with you. They've created their own problem. They've yeah. they've, <laughs> they've flown the flag of sanctuary cities. I read this story the other day that just makes me mad. This talks about that the ICE agents, even if they they the ICE people, the inter, inter, uh, what immigration and customs enforcement, ICE, they know of several criminal people who have immigrated into, you know, illegally gotten into the United States and they're in New York City and they want to grab them and throw them out of the country and deport them. But guess why they can't? Three why guesses, John. Come on, take a guess. Be, well, they don't know where they are or they're or there's some sort of ordinance that keeps them from enforcing that in, in New York City. New York City has a policy to not co- not cooperate with ICE. So, yeah. so if even if like let's say the ICE agent knows he let's say he sees a one of the people they're after get arrested, thrown into a squad car. He follows the squad car down to the booking site. They book the guy, and the ICE agent says, "I want that guy." The New York Police Department has to say, "Sir, you can't have him." Yeah. And, and once again, you go like, oh, "Hold on a minute now." 
you know. Now, but but also, so this goes back to another popular internet meme, Brad, which is that if you're in New York City, let's say, and you're a well-to-do white liberal, and you're you're quite progressive, and you love immigrants, and you're starting to get annoyed by this, as a reminder, you voted for this. Like you voted for these policies, you voted for soft on crime politicians, you voted for open borders. Like this is the this is the leadership you chose, and you take that argument into St. Louis. The people of St. Louis overwhelmingly voted for Tashara Jones. The people get the government that they deserve. Well, and remember that Kim Gardner was on her second term. She got overwhelming, overwhelmingly reelected. Yeah, and to... she might have gotten reelected if she hadn't quit, Brad. <laughs> right. She got overwhelmingly reelected to be the prosecuting attorney. Yeah, and you gotta, sure. You got got to scratch your head and go like, oh, okay, I don't quite understand that. Uh, you know, there's things going on. Okay. Hey, but St. Louis is an outer room, Brad. And as you pointed out before, we have that old SBC building. What's it called now down there? Oh. AT&T? What's the, what's the latest name of it? Well, it was the, the AT&T building. Yeah, which... the AT&T Which is, I mean, we got plenty of room. In, I don't know why we're not encouraging more illegals to come to St. Louis City. Well, remember there was that time and, and there was that story where they couldn't, they would not identify who the official was, but there was an official uh, to, to Shara Jones's uh, administration who went to, to Chicago to talk to them about bringing something. That's right. Yeah, they, yeah. And said, yeah, I mean, give us your poor, your right. destitute. We're going like, records. okay, here's a story that I read last night, which I thought was sort of, sort of interesting. Okay. Massachusetts couple volunteers to host immigrants. Four show up an hour later. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> here's the first paragraph. A Massachusetts couple who volunteered to take in illegal immigrants was surprised when a family of four showed up on their doorstep less than an hour after signing up. With state shelters hitting capacity and migrant families sleeping overnight inside Boston Logan International Airport, Colin and Jessica Stokes of Brookline, Massachusetts, decided to step up and try to make a difference. And here's a quote. This is her. I was like, I have to get sheets on the beds. How many people are coming? Where are they from? What ages? We really knew nothing. This is Jessica. The need is so clearly overwhelming. Colin, this is her husband. Uh, and it goes through, this family of four was one of the migrant groups that had been sleeping at the airport. The parents and two children had traveled all the way from Chile to Texas before heading to Massachusetts. Now, once again, I'm, I'm, this is the thing that I, I keep asking this question, and nobody who knows anything about this will ever answer it because... How do you get from Chile, which is in South America, yes. and if I'm not mistaken, isn't Chile way south in South America? Yeah, well, it's a long, it's a long, slender country, but yes, it's way south in South America. It correct? is, yeah. How do you get essentially halfway around the world? Now, you normally think of halfway around the world from east to west, but halfway around the world could be from north to south. Okay, if you're in South America, which is way south of the equator you know i mean like yeah. we're, we're way well, my, north my of the question equ- though brad is that it's not just that but how do you get from texas to massachusetts well I don't know. did somebody fly them okay here the rest of the story uh the two the, t- the two kids are currently waiting to be put into school the parents stress that they are looking to work the proper authorization forms will likely take several months to be received and approved jessica said it's incredible to observe how challenging the situation is from the front lines quote the family is lovely they're so appreciative it has been wonderful the migrant crisis has been complex for massachusetts state's newest emergency shelter located in roxbury neighborhood in boston reached its capacity in just one week and i'm going like okay I don't know. I don't. What's the old thing? Be careful what you wish for. You know, yeah, because you I, just might get it if you're the sanctuary city. And there, now there, there's all sorts of crap going on in Denver. They're cutting back on services and stuff like that. I, you know, I mean, to a certain extent, 
And I'm going to say something that maybe is somewhat painful to St. Louisans. Maybe the reason we the reason we don't have a migrant crisis here in St. Louis is because the place sucks. Yeah, because people, in other words, people know that they might get robbed if they're in an urban area. Well, think about it. If you are like someone who lives in another country and you decide you're going to you know, cross the border and come to the United States, you want to live in New York or Chicago yeah, yeah. or Denver or L.A. You don't want to go to St. Louis. You don't want a to place go to. With a, you want to live somewhere at the place of a lot of opportunity or if you're a criminal. <clears throat> Excuse me. You want to go somewhere where you have a lot of easy marks and a lot of easy targets and stuff to steal. Listen to you, John. Because there's still a chance that St. Louis police, I mean, the few that are remaining might actually arrest you. But if you go to New York City, I mean, you could pretty much do whatever you want to and you won't get in trouble, right? I, you go to San Francisco, you can walk into a Walgreens and it's all you can eat right, and all you can steal. Right. All you can steal under 950 bucks. And you don't even have to find a bathroom. You can just go out on the sidewalk and do your business. Yeah. Well, you know what? It though, sounds pretty nice to me, actually. You know right? what? I think that we should all, I think that, that, especially among men, I think we should all go back into the public urination thing. I think that as men, you know, if we have, if we have, if we have a need to pee, which is wherever we're at, which is, you know, just be right there. You make a good point. And, you know, a lot of these liberal publications lately, Brad, have been focusing on the water crisis. Right. And you've talked about how in St. Peter's, you're a big advocate of of plants in the center median because that's that's a place where taxpayers <laughs> should be spending their money. But, you know, it takes it takes money to, to water those plants, Brad. And if you had public urination, you could add some nitrogen rich water to those plants. You know, I say that, and it's funny, I talked about that in the air a couple of weeks ago, and I drove, I was driving down Mexico uh, Road the other day, and once again, I, you know, aesthetically, if you drive along Midrivers Mall and right there at Mexico, they've got I, their laser-cut logos of St. Peter's. They're on, like, these, <laughs> yes. these poles, and they stick up. You've seen them before. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking they're about. La- these laser-cut, you know, discs that have the St. Peter's logo in them. And then if you drive up and down Mexico Road right in front of the uh, City Hall, whatever they called it, it used to be the, I think, I don't know, the Recplex, but the City Hall's next to it. They have these fancy schmancy medians with the translucent uh, glass blocks with lights behind them. And, you know, and I'm going like, okay, uh, you know. It's beautiful. Like, for example, 270 and olive. You look at that. It's got all these fancy bushes and trees, and it's manicured, and 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 it's like, okay, who pays for that? And now, yeah. once again, I'm a guy who's not necessarily saying everything should look like, you know, um, you know, the city looked like in the movie Escape from New York. Remember, remember when they oh, shot yeah. that? Oh yeah, what a great film! When, it just it it shouldn't look burned out, and 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 it shouldn't look like Beirut. Right, but when as a taxpayer. And once again, I don't live in Creepcore, nor do I live in St. Peter's, but still, I pay money, you know, uh, that goes uh, ultimately to those places. When I shop in Creepcore and, yes, and when I do yes. eat in St. Peter's, I'm paying sales tax on my food and stuff like that. I am paying for that kind of stuff. I'm going like, okay, give it a rest. You know, I have to tell you, hindsight being 2020, Bill Eigel, when I had him on the air a week and a half ago, he made a very interesting point. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny. I thought about that a couple times because, and I've been in events where twice this has happened, and nothing against Len Pagano. I think Len is a great guy, and he does a great job with with Mexico or the city of city of St. Peter's. But he is not a fan of Bill Eigel because Bill Eigel wants to get rid of the personal property tax. Yeah, of course. And Bill Eigel 
has talked about the fact that he's been in meetings with the mayors and the county exec in St. Charles and St. Charles County, St. Charles, Charles County mayors, and have had this come up where they're like on his case, why, why do you try to get rid of the personal property? You know, you're, you're supposed to be representing, you know, and he essentially said, what was his comment about? He says, you he are- said, if you were that, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, but I remember it almost verbatim. He said, yes, you're right, Len, but also if you ask the people you represent if they agree with me, <laughs> well, they would he, raise their hand. And he said, he says, if, because municipal, municipal employees would disagree doesn't mean the voters would. Right. He said, if you ask the 400,000 people, because he referenced yes, how, that's right. Right. He says, if you ask the 400,000 people here in St. Charles County and they would unanimously say, we don't want to pay that personal property tax. And his point was that the personal property tax, what did he say, was $1.7 billion, which is like, and keep, in, keep in mind, over the past seven years, the, the, the state budget has doubled. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and he said that in a $50 billion state budget, you can't find $1.7 billion to cut. You know what I mean? I'm going like, okay, I'm a Bill Eichel fan in that respect. Yeah, he makes a great point. And yesterday, our friend Jamie Allman on 104.9 The Patriot in the morning, as soon as we got off the air, uh, I was in the car. And Jamie Allman made a point, and he was he was pretty funny. He was talking about how some state legislators want to cut grocery taxes for these municipalities. And Allman was mocking local officials and say, oh, but what about we're going to lose all our money? And and Jamie Allman's like, well, maybe guess what? Maybe you cut your 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 junk at the Las Vegas short by a day and you give the people in your municipality a, a cut on grocery taxes. Or why does every municipality have to have a swimming pool? Why does every municipality have to have yeah. a water park? You know, I mean, I, see, here's the thing. Perfect example, okay? You have, and once again, I'm not going to poke fun at, at Steve Elman because I think he's done a lot of good things, but one of his things is he says we need more parks in St. Charles County, okay? I say, why? I mean, to the point where, you know, once again, I can't tell you when the last time I've been to a, a park in, in St. Charles County. And the other situation is, is that I remember I lived in a spot once that was trying to be annexed into St. Peter's. And I remember at the time, Mayor Brown, you know, who went on oh, TV yeah. and made the comment that, well, these people should want to be annexed into, into St. Peter's because this is going to prevent their next door neighbor from putting his car up in blocks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The neighborhood I li lived into, nobody would put their car up in blocks. And he would talk about, and if you live in St. Peter's, you can go to our parks. Well, guess what? I didn't live in St. Peter's, and I still went to their parks. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so it's a yeah. point where it's like, what? and like, for example, St. Charles County, okay? John, if I were to say, John, I'm going to give you an assignment today, okay? Mm -hmm. I want you to jump in your car. I want you to drive south of 94. I want you to drive almost all the way down to Augusta, and I want you to go into Klondike Park, and I want you to count the number of people you see in Klondike Park. And you know what? Any money, I would, if I said, I will bet you $100 that you will count the people in Klondike Park today, let's say you got there at 9, or let's say you even take, took your time, you got there at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock in Klondike Park, you could count the number of people in Klondike Park on one hand, probably less than two hands, because nobody ever goes to the park. Yeah, to, to the population, to quote Animal House's Dean Wormer, 0. 0.0. <laughs> But zero point zero. There's a new yeah. We wouldn't see anybody. And as you've pointed out, quite dangerous to go into Klondike Park. 
Well, it's a beautiful park. It's an old... I mean, you could slip and fall and break a leg or something, right? <laughs> or kill yourself at one of the one, yeah, of, the, one yeah. of the cliffs there because it's an old quarry. But my point being is, is that like when people move, when I've I haven't moved that many times in my life. You know, not not as many as, as a lot of people. But I've never moved to the point where like, well, what are the parks like? I could care less, you know. That's I mean, right, but I, but the, the now the flip side of that is Brad. If you work for the proverbial Parks and, and Recs department, you have gone to a PR group and you have had you have paid for a survey that shows that X percentage of people say that having a beautiful park is an attractive feature of living here in municipality X. And so you're able to when you go to the taxpayers and say, "Hey, you need to vote for this tax increase. You're able to point to a BS study that says, and 114% of people who live in Chesterfield say that they want more parks. See? And 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 probably 95% of the people who live in Chesterfield never go to their parks. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But if you but if you perpetuate the narrative that that's what helps increase your it's gonna increase your property value if we have more parks and you have more options for kids, and boy, who would stand in the way of adding something for children? I mean, it's it's part of it's part of that PR matrix, you know. And you you pay for that message, you get the message, and it perpetuates itself. See, here's what I don't understand: talk about resale value, okay? If some mayor mm-hmm. was smart in the St. Louis area, or the St. Charles County the area, the whole bit. Hold on a minute. If some mayor was smart, he'd say, "We're going to cut our property taxes to zero, and we're going to say, here's the best place to live. We have zero property taxes.'" <laughs> yeah. Right? Hey, and if you want to go to a park, <laughs> drive to Baldwin. Right. Go, go somewhere else. Pool, go to yeah. Ellisville. We're going to be the Walmart of parks. We're going to be like. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? We will make sure that you can put a little inflatable in your in your driveway for your little rugrats <laughs> right. to swim around in. Right. And if you want to go to a real pool, drive to Chesterfield. Right. There you go. Okay. We got to go. Say goodbye, John. Bye, guys. Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? 